When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for your SmackDown review for my sister's birthday, people. It is November 3rd. We're so happy that you can make it. And what better way to celebrate your sister's birthday than by watching and reviewing a show that she doesn't watch because she does not care about wrestling. But we're here. We're rocking and rolling with your SmackDown review tonight, guys. Please leave a thumbs up on this video and subscribe to Fightful YouTube if you haven't already. We'll also ask you to get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. Functions just like a super chat, but we get to keep a little bit more of the pie over here. You know what I mean? When you send in those humper chats, so we appreciate you doing that. We'll also remind you to subscribe to fightfulselect.com. Best scoops in the biz, best content in the biz. Sean had his video QA there before. You had Ask Rhapsody this week. You got me and Alex Pulowski doing a uh, Sands of Blind post show, which might not be a Sands of Blind because we have some scheduled differentials that we have to work out. So apologies for the gimmick being gone, but we'll still have an alternate post show behind the paywall for you on Sunday. So much great stuff, as well as so many scoops that are coming out of there. You're going to get more information about Ric Flair. You're going to get more information about all the rights deals as it looks like Fox has turned down the Smack deal, SmackDown renewal, which was expected, I believe, but more happening with Warner. Contract news, including Drew McIntyre, a big free agent, hasn't come to terms yet. Get all of the accurate and best information that you possibly can at FightfulSelect.com. But today, we are digging into this episode of SmackDown, and if you're digging in, you don't really have to go too far below the surface on this one. This was a very thin episode, as expected. We know that they had to do a double taping. Those episodes are generally thinner, but this felt like a lot of repeats, a lot of rematches, and some questionable booking, but some good stuff in there. And we're going to talk about it all. And who better to do that with than Alex Cardoza? Alex, how are you today? Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night. You're being uh, serenaded by the voice of the Friday night <laughs> SmackDown post show, uh, Miss Kate herself. And I'm just sitting here along for the ride on this very blah episode of smackdown unfortunately uh like you just said it was pre-recorded so you know we couldn't find we're gonna find much to watch today uh you know we know where they're going we know where they're at sure but we're here and we're gonna give you the best take that we can and spin some good positive feedback on this show a hundred percent we are in my sister's apartment. Let's we, get we going, are man. both in your sister's apartment. I'm <laughs> no in the time. back in the bathroom. She's in the front <laughs> in the living room. We're doing it up right now. That's right. That's right. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here. We'll also do a rampage rundown because as I texted Luis, never more have I needed uh, a rampage rundown assist than this episode sure. tonight. Uh, we will try and get those to you as much as possible. Last week's Rampage was awesome. Next week's, I think they're lining up some stuff for. So stay tuned for that if you are watching along on Rampage as well. But 
let's get started with what felt like almost verbatim of last week with a, a couple of of good minor tweaks. But if you are there for a double taping and you saw what the last episode opened with and this episode opened with, you would be like, am I living the same experience? Because this was almost the exact same promo. Uh, we got LA Knight opening this up. No contract involved today. Just some go home s talking as you were. Uh, LA Knight saying that among a lot of other things, that 1,200-day reign is very impressive for Roman Reigns, but Knight also saying how quickly 1,200 days can be released, which that much I liked, but he talks about how he dropped Reigns with the BFT last week. Knight saying that there's going to be a hostile takeover coming because Knight is here to take over everything Roman Reigns stands for and says it'll be the end of Roman's reign. Yeah. We get Roman's music hitting. There's just not a lot of groundbreaking information in this promo, guys. I don't know what to tell you. But I did like this from Roman Reigns. He kind of jumped into LA Knight's world about being a megastar. And I thought that was actually a very nice storytelling ad here. You got him saying that what he does is cinema and that makes him a megastar. Him saying that he turned the business into a billion-dollar industry. A little heavy-handed, but mm -hmm. he's supposed to be. I'll take it. And him calling L.A. Knight a cosplay redneck version of his cousin, <laughs> referring, of course, to The Rock. A decent little jab there. Nothing new here. Wasn't expecting a whole lot. But for a show opening, I was like, this is a little weak, guys. You got to do something to make yeah. me feel strong on the go home. Any thoughts on this opener? It felt, it felt like it was a second taping uh, off the bat. They, they, the energy wasn't as as high as I would expect it to be. I know that they have already faced each other uh, early on in the night, so that kind of maybe played off on it, you know. And it's really hard to do encores like that live. I'm I've done live shows myself uh, in the past, and uh, you know, doing theater, and it's hard um, to kind of try to you know muster up all that energy twice. So. I, I wish maybe they would have done something different for the opening. And I was thinking about it as soon as the show credits hit. I was like, how are we going to open this? And where are we going? Are we going to bookend it again? And how are we going to bookend it? You know, and then I started thinking, am I being too hard on it, Kate? Uh, is this just the, the wrestling formula when it comes to how to do shows and, and continuing a story week after week? You know, or do we kind of mix it up and just kind of be like, all right, we know that story's still going on, but let's just throw something else into the mix. I think what's tricky too is like you had a contract signing last week. Yeah. Correct. Which should be the thing that you go home on. Yes. And maybe this should have been on the front. I actually thought the contract signing last week was great. So to get kind of a watered down redundancy of that yeah. was kind of lame because I felt like the chemistry last week was good. All the talk was good. I feel like it feels like it's a little bit reversed to do this promo after the contract signing. It's like, well, why are you the contract signed? You have sure. the match. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So pro wrestling podcast chiming in with the chat. Thank hey, you hey, so hey. much saying day one of trying to take Kate to a Nickelback show. Look, I'll say this much. I would go to a Nickelback show with you before I would go to a Creed show with bad dude Tito. And that is not hey, a man. slight at bad dude Tito. That is a slight at Creed being worse than Nickelback. So not excited about either but if i had my druthers i would definitely go to nickelback over green my god what are we doing what year is this alex 
Uh, you know, it's the rerun season. <laughs> Every all the bands are rerunning and whatnot, and I'm I'm here for it. I'm not here for a Creed reunion, but I will tell you well, what I'm also not here for, which is Austin Theory. Mm. Don't need this. Mm. He gets interviewed backstage and says uh, that he's used to taking hits, and that he has the confidence, uh, has a confident face and a face that everyone wants to see. Mm. This is not good promo material. Mm. Theory is <laughs> saying that Kevin Owens has a face only a mother can love. What grade are you in, you dork? Uh, <laughs> he makes a comment uh, about how Owens has to wear a mask on Halloween. It, it's just the most elementary school, elementary heel stuff. Not elementary in that it's fundamental. It feels like a fifth grader is trying to take jabs. And that is a lame promo. We're going to talk about what happens to him in this match shortly. Um, but what did you think of the promo before we get into whatever this match? It was, was? so it was so corny. Uh, <laughs> that I'm I'm dating myself there. You know, um, it felt very like you said lowbrow, like like childish style. You know, I thought that you have to wear a mask because your face is so ugly. We, cool man, see you in second grade. And like, here's the problem. That's that's the character that I see Austin theory being unfortunately in my head i don't take him seriously i don't take him as a contender for anything every wrestler that wrestles him makes fun of him and he always has some type of corny back uh for back and forth with people so i, I don't know I, I i don't know why would they continue to like do this with him i prefer him to just be a killing machine he looks like a freaking killer then why not just present him as such Sure. Like, I, I agree with you on that. I mean, I really thought once he dropped the U.S. title, they were going to go back and repackage him. They kind of yeah, just tucked him yeah. under Grayson Waller's wing and didn't really do anything. And it's working when he was with Grayson Waller. But boy, in these segments when he's not, it is not good. Yeah. And this is a guy that they put over John Cena at WrestleMania. This is a guy that Edge gave the yes. run to. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't ne know. He never made it as a wise man. And he probably couldn't cut it as a poor man's Owens feeling. getting the victory over him. Some nickel bag there for the you don't know. Hitting a suplex into a pop-up power bond. She knows so that people. Landing the stunner. And Saria Grayson Waller, who's on commentary, which it feels like is where this feud is really going. Now, I don't love them using a tag team to get two singles matches. I'm hoping this means that Sami Zayn has to come over to SmackDown because let me tell you, if they broke up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to have Kevin Owens fighting against Austin Do these weird-ass matches? Like, come on, dude. Not great. Uh, I hope that's the angle that we're getting. I have much more of an interest in seeing Kevin Owens versus Grayson Waller because I think that's an actual great use of veteran talent against someone who is a little bit more, like, white-hot right now in Grayson Waller, right? I feel like everybody thinks that Grayson Waller is knocking this archetype out of the park. So that feels way more productive to me than yeah. whatever the heck this was tonight. But honestly, what are they doing with Austin Theory? Because he got his ass kicked in this match, man. Dude. This was not like a, well, they had a competitive back and forth. This was mostly Kevin Owens beating the shit out of him, I felt like. That was not a traditional Austin Theory match where he decides to put himself uh, into the mix of, of, you know, of an argument and then comes out and really explodes in the ring and gives it a good story. This was just like... Again, it's it's a pre-written show, so you know because it, it was pre-recorded. I mean, 
if it was just like, all right, cool, I'm gonna go out there and get my ass kicked by by Kevin Owens, and not in a yeah. good way. Like you didn't get any really good story in in the way any good offense to tell a good story in the ring against Kevin, where you would think there should be a blow off match later on or a second time that they face each other, you know, or third or fifth or whatever. Yeah, and I think we're getting there. There were a lot of rematches on tonight's show. Oh, we'll talk about that in a second. But... And on Raw, too. Like, the main event on Raw is always some permutation of the same guys. Yes. Will chiming in here saying, I got a feeling Triple H don't like them. <laughs> Look at where he's at. Look at how Vince booked Theory. You know, Theory was booked strong in Triple H's, R- uh, Triple H's ROH, basically. Triple <laughs> H's NXT, which was essentially ROH with a production budget at that point. But I... Uh, I think I think maybe Triple H knows this version of him isn't working, right? Maybe he's more aware yeah. of the fact that this guy needs to be retooled. Uh, so hopefully, but that writing for that promo, that's not even on Grayson or uh, on Austin Theory, rather. That is strictly on the writing team. So sure. not great stuff there. But are you looking forward to Grayson Waller and Kevin Owens? Yeah. Um it feels like an old school NXT match. It feels like something that we would have watched in the original Golden Black, uh, that Grayson Waller character versus someone like a uh, uh, Kevin Owens. That, that buildup could be really fun if they do it right. Um, less of the ha-ha, hee-ha, making fun of each other, trying to punch a man with two people with one punch kind of deal. Make it interesting. I want to see Grayson Waller really get under the skin of Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens just reacting as wild as he can. I really want a dueling talk show segment where you have Grace Waller with the Waller effect in the KO show, like facing each other, because I always kind of viewed Kevin Owens' show as a little bit of a wrestling talk show parody. Yeah. And Grace Waller's is kind of a, a pretty straight up the middle version of that. Sure. I think it would be so fun if both sides of the ring had like a split talk show segment. I think that could be so you silly. just You just do like a, a, uh, a mock uh, who gets the best ratings. Put them both on to say, yeah, there you go. And and people like, oh, you know, Grayson Waller won by like a point two, like just kind of mocking all these. Oh, look what what Kevin Owens doing the demo. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's exactly what Grayson Waller should do. Look at my demo, mate. You know, yeah, 100%. That'd be fun. I am in on it. We got some more love. Thank you, Bad Robot, for this chat. Bad Robot. Saying hi, best post-show crew. Well, thank you, Bad Robot. Extra love to Kate this week because wrestling news has been bluff. Boy, has it ever. I ranted about that earlier today and last night. Uh, So LA Knight loses to Roman. Logan Paul beats Ray and LA wins the US title off him at Royal Rumble. Or at maybe Rumble. I have split feelings on this because I feel like it should be Santos's obviously but if you want to put out an la night who am i to say that that's a bad idea and using logan paul as a means to an end to get there actually does make a lot of sense i just don't like logan paul like i have no desire to see this guy on my screen but i can't argue that it makes total wrestling sense to have logan paul beat Rey mysterio to logan paul's credit he takes a lot of l's in in big spots (laughs) So him getting a win here to make him look or feel strong. I, I don't hate other than the fact that I don't like the guy, but it makes wrestling sense. Um, and then a transitional reign to LA Knight makes a whole ton of sense because LA Knight's going to chop him down on the mic, I think. LA Knight has 
a, a good in-ring, but that's where Logan Paul can kind of shine with his athleticism. I think there might be a really good feud there. Uh, I just, I love Santos Escobar so much. I want to see him have a title reign. Doesn't mean we won't get there eventually, but uh, what are your thoughts? I know you're super into Santos like I am, but on yeah. on that path that's carved out, do you like that if it gets us to LA night? Personally, it makes sense for the business. Uh, sure. you would you would see you would see something great uh being put together a good story for television um it, it makes sense for them it doesn't make sense for me i'm sorry i i don't i don't like logan paul i know that he's a great performer but he's been tainted in my eyes so it's not like i can't even look past the stuff that he's been done and the way he speaks about certain things like there's just a personal dislike there that i cannot look past right it's so hard because so i have it, nothing to relate to on that yeah. definitely not anything that happened wednesday uh, so, that that i can relate yeah. to uh not at all certainly nobody showing up in aew that i find objectionable no, so i can't i, can't. I don't i don't even watch aew i don't i didn't even AEW? know that existed um <laughs> demo um but yeah so i just, i just uh i, I it's just very hard for me to kind of look past that i understand this there's going to be people that are going to enjoy this because there could be a really good back and forth, like you just mentioned, that that could happen. I wish we can skip all of that and give my boy Santos the love that he deserves yeah. as as not only as a performer, but I think he can carry that title and put some really good like matches and respect behind it. I agree. I think there could be a really fun thing to do there. This I'm Ray, wondering. this Ray run has not been epic for me. This Ray run with the title no. has not. There's, and I honestly, because he's he's older, he's not going to be out there every day. So, but like they haven't really built stories for correct. him towards right. his defenses. And to right. me, we've talked about this before too. Midcard titles are generally workhorse titles. Yes. Um, but I'm wondering if Santos finally turns heel and costs Ray. That's what I want. Because that could be really really fun. I'm telling you, I know a lot of people. Don't watch NXT. Santos as a heel in NXT was, you want old Eddie Guerrero vibes? He'll bring him back. And not in the yeah. way that everybody tries to bring him back, but just like, oh, shimmy, and I'm his fan. <laughs> like no. how no. every commentator is yeah. like, the yeah. late, great Eddie Guerrero. This guy is like the closest. I think and Santos would 100% blow that thing out of the water. Million. No, no shimmying on top of the goddamn Jillian. corner. No, he's he just will, cool. That's he all. will just be <laughs> Santos. And there's no one that you can compare him to because at the end of the day, he is building the Santos brand. And that's who in 10, 15 years from now, we can look back and say, oh, man, he was so good with Eddie or against Eddie. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Ray. And Ray, you know, helped build him. And you can say he was like the great Ray Mysterio. That's cool. You can say that because he was with Ray him. Mysterio. But at the same time, let him be Santos Escobar and let him build the aura of Santos Escobar. You know Not only for I himself, but for the people, man, like me, the Hispanic out there. Know what I have to say to that? Booyaka. Oh, you said booyaka, booyaka. You can take your yeets and keep them, okay? I'm here to say booyaka. Yeet. Ray, the stick. Moving on. <laughs> You're so Hispanic. <laughs> I love the fact that Kate and I have been doing this now for so long that every Friday that, you know, she has her other co-hosts, but I am her Latin lover. I mean, it is well, not true. like that, but I'm just saying. No, but I but I Latin love you. 
Oh. Just love this girl, everybody. Look at the love on Friday nights here. This is not a rerun, people. This is not a uh, uh, what's that called? Our show's rematch. not a rerun. Yeah, yeah our, no. our our show's not a rematch. Show. Uh. Okay, so you guys know how great Luis is, right? I don't have to tell you that. Extreme. Luis is the best. Luis keeps us safe by banning all of the absolute dickheads in our when people try to invade our chat. He keeps our community safe. He organizes our super chats. Yes. He researches stuff when we need it. He gives me my AEW Rampage rundowns. There is nothing more valuable that Luis has ever done than title this next segment, Logan Paul with the Soup Profits. Oh, geez. B-Fab want to join. The Soup Profits? The Soup Profits. Find me better work than that across all of wrestling media. And he's Hispanic, too. Look at us. They're yeah. just thriving now. Look at us. It's like that meme. Look at us. Look at look at us. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not look at me. Us. And then I'm gonna have a drink just like the meme. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben feeding right into my gimmick. Uh Logan and Beef have trying to get Kate a suit. Damn, I'm very powerful. I will let you know. She uh, is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh Kylie chiming in saying, Hey cuties, hope y'all are well. Well, thank you, Kylie. We appreciate all the support that you always give us on Friday nights. You're yes, for sure. Thank you. Best spirit in the whole wide world here. Uh, Logan with the Soup Profits and, and B-Fab ain't from me. Uh, I think we know where this is probably going. Mm. I don't feel like the Soup Profits should be putting over Logan Paul. I'm just going to say. Uh, oh, apparently Michael Colt said this on commentary. Luis is, is humbly giving credit to where credit is due. But... <laughs> Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, you can weigh in your thoughts, and then I will plead once again for Bobby Lashley to give me a suit. But your your thoughts on this this segment ending? I was I was confused as to what they were why why they were jumping up and down for him, and just like are they trying to give him the rub? Like are they trying to like I don't I don't understand. Street profits are cool. <laughs> you know? the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> so to have a, a poopy stain show up in on television in front of them. Uh, not even that could have been saved by, by them. This whole BFAT thing was interesting, though. Um, what what are they actually going to be doing? Hopefully, like, getting me a suit. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think from what I saw, she took him off to the side and pulled her phone out and showed him your tweets. Um, I think that's why. <laughs> I, I I am one hundred percent certain that's what exactly what happened. If we get Logan Paul beating the ever-living crap out of, or Bobby Lashley beating the ever-living crap out of Logan Paul, I am here for that. Oh my God, I'm um, so there for a good whooping. But Alex, it's November, okay? Oh boy, here we go. It's my sister's birthday. <sighs> it is her birthday. She got a bunch of, of gifts. We had a lovely dinner with a bunch of her friends. I thought, oh, look at this package. It's a. It looks oh. like a clothing box. Perhaps there's a suit in here from Bobby Lashley and they're like sister, sister suits. There was not. Okay. We are in the holiday season. I want to look good for the holidays. Okay. Let's be honest. Like I want to look crisp for the holidays. You got your elf shirt. I respect that game. I want to go classy for the holidays. Okay. And what better way to do that Ooh. than with a classy Bobby Lashley suit. Bobby, I'm going to Sally Struthers you right now. Okay. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, 
the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. For just 70 cents a day, I will, <laughs> I will pay for shipping and handling on whatever suit you choose to send me. I know you don't need to wear all of these again. Maybe, maybe a nice holiday maroon suit or an evergreen, perhaps. I just, I want Bobby Lashley to send me a suit so bad. I will run this gimmick into the ground. I already have. I will give it until the end of the year or until I forget about it one week. So, you know, the hard thing is that <clears throat> someone like him doesn't care much about doing something like that because he's so mighty yeah. and powerful. He is the almighty Bobby Lashley. Do you mm. think? Oh, That's a lot of money. You are a certified expert on holiday movies. I am. You I love Christmas holiday Unwrapped. movies. Yeah. You understand this better than everyone. Do you think Bobby Lashley hasn't sent me a suit because he's lost his Christmas spirit? Your thoughts? I've ever since uh, Lana dumped him uh, many, many moons ago, I felt that he had lost his holiday mojo because it did happen around the holidays um you were so sincere when you said that just so ever since <laughs> so all i know is that the best way to spread christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear <gasps> if i don't have a suit from bobby lashley the week before christmas oh my that's god what we're gonna do we're gonna sing about it we're gonna we're gonna dahudori our way into this shit I, I tweeted at him. Um, I'm trying to. I know someone who personally has his phone number. I'm not going to say his name rhymes with Freddie Prince, but you know, <laughs> I'm going to see if maybe I couldn't Thank even. Thank God you're not that. a scoopster. You're terrible. Um, I know. At, Can you at, imagine? Uh, at Bernie Sources. You, you said rhymes with and then just said his name. <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Hey, you know what? Alex may not be good at keeping your anonymity. I think he's made that abundantly clear today. But if you want to keep your stuff secure, if you want to keep your stuff private, if you don't want Alex out here publicly just saying all your S, well, consider NordVPN for all of your VPN needs. There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake the nordvpn.com slash Fightful. Uh, you guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what nordvpn.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Uh, here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to, to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself 
on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash fightful so true so true i love nord uh who doesn't i was a i was a believer in nord way before i joined the uh the cast here on on fightful the great team and the fact that uh i i get to see you know them being promoted on here and the, the contributions like they've made here with fightful and I decided to kind of use code word fightful and get a ton of good good money back for for what I was paying. I was extremely excited. So um, I get to be happy watching shows that I normally didn't and couldn't. All of my devices at home are safe, and I do you nothing. Can, you I can do, live a life without NordVPN. I do nothing illegal, which is great. But you never know. Never know who's coming after your stuff. Look, you can live a, a life without NordVPN if you want to pay more for pay per views. You can live a life without NordVPN if you want to be uncool. So, I've never loved more watching AE dubs without commercials in my life. There it is. That's one that's great, by the way. There NordVPN. Okay, this is like this is a this is a phenomenal joke. Except for <laughs> like peckers. Yep. That's excellent pro wrestling podcast. I this sh- love it. This show's as good as SmackDown was today. <laughs> I'm going to say better because we're going to be but done better. in like an hour. But yeah. guys, get in your super chats and your hover chats at hoverchats.com. With all the money you're saving on NordVPN, why wouldn't you subscribe to fightfulselect.com? And you might be thinking, I don't want to see $5 escape my bank account every month. I would so much rather. Just pay for the year up front and a lump sum. Well, gosh darn it. If we don't have an annual subscription model for $54 for the year, what a bargain. Okay. Uh, Prince, I spent $54 plus today on peppermint mocha. All right. At Starbucks with their holiday drinks. So we're going to talk about that. Offer, that to that's show a problem. You. But the point is, what a bargain. You do get a couple of bucks off every month. $5 already a bargain. But uh, we do appreciate all the support that, that we get over there. Um, I see a couple of people in the chat asking if we can see the live chat and want us to interact. So you can send in super chats and humper chats. Super chats are paid chats. And there's a little dollar sign at the bottom. And you scale your price per the amount of characters. Um, so if you would like your question or statement read on air, that's the way you do that. This is a pre-recorded show, Samantha. We cannot see your, <laughs> no. we cannot see your chat up. And Not our show. Our show just, was here live. That was just as right. good as my anonymity for, for my sources. <laughs> Rhymes with Tony Khan. Alex, being a scooper, says, Will, I hope another reporter <laughs> don't say your scoop isn't true and y'all have to argue about it on social media. They're there argue. was yeah. jets and the sharks between Mike Johnson and Russell Boats, okay? Yo. But if you live for the dirt sheet drama, it is there for you. <sighs> but also, you should probably go outside. Uh- <laughs> but it's cold, Kate. It's the cold season. Put out a jacket if you're if you're really into dirt sheet drama. Put out a jacket and go for a walk. That's all I'm saying. That's Unless it somehow walk. ends up in you paying money to fight for, then have at it. Uh, however you want. But yeah, it was actually very comical. But don't take things too seriously out there, people. 
But Alex and Sean will will fight. Hey, speaking of Sean fighting, <laughs> are you excited to see him lose to Shazam McKenzie? Because I am. He's getting back in the ring. I know. I'm excited. I asked him if I could have his fightful sign after he uh, perishes uh, after the match. I so think that that's a very wise. I just time. I wanted to be honest with him. I was like, I I love my job here at Fightful. Thank you for having me. But can I have you sign? Can I have your sign once Shaza sign, puts yeah. you out of your ministry? Please. If you if you get a sign before I get a suit from Lashley, if you no. finish your story before I finish <laughs> my story, I'm going to be so mad at you. Kate, I'm only on the bottom of the 11th man on second. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. The New Texas Rangers rules. finished their story before. <laughs> That's crazy. It took them 65 years, but they finished theirs. They finished their story. Yeah. I'm not that confident that Cody ever is. He's, Let's I mean, dive back into some just, SmackDown, shall we? Of course. I hated all of what happened next. We get Charlotte and Shotzi defeating your tag team champions yeah. in a non-title match for literally no reason whatsoever. Charlotte and Shotzi are not a tag team. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven are your tag team champions. I understand it's a non-title match. Why are you going out of your way Why? to your champions who never defend the title? look like chumps why are they facing a team that's not actually a tag team when you have actual tag teams that exist where are our spooky scottish witches you booted that for the entire month of october i think kaden carter is injured so that explains kaden and katana but they better be back on my screen once that's not the case you've got indy and candace laray i know they're like in kind of a story but there's like a tag team that have a division and i don't know man sense Charlotte and Shotzi, obviously not a permanent thing. And why are you going out of your way to make your tag team look like chumps in this? This was a three-minute match to boot. Charlotte winning in three minutes against your tag team. She lands a great-looking suplex on Chelsea Green. Gets her hands on Piper. But Chelsea blind tags in. This undercuts so much of Chelsea and Piper's work, and they never even get to defend. Big boot is enough for Charlotte to win. I actually thought Charlotte and Shotzi worked kind of well together, and I don't hate the pairing. I just hate that I know this is not a permanent tag team, and you are pairing your tag team champions for no reason in three minutes. Boo. Boo to all of that. I don't don't understand how – why is the tag team division for the women in such disarray? I I don't understand why women wrestling in general and across the brand, except for Impact, uh, they're having such a hard time. They're like having such a hard time implementing them into shows. They're having such a hard time keeping titles like this, you know, or TBS title or whatever, like sig- sig- being significant on the sh- on on the show. Why can't we have more than just one or two matches? I don't. I understand that we can have segments, but come on, can we just like let's let's do some real stuff out there um except for like raw has three hours so you're seeing a lot more of it now sure because of the three hours like a lot of the women are being featured but outside of that like honestly raw has become the b show for me uh, smackdown I, I like smackdown more uh easier to digest too is only two hours so two, two hours is a big part of it i, I want to see my women week to week dependent on me like yeah. it's it's um well, we'll talk about the rest of the women's booking down the stretch here too. But uh, man, just didn't, like, it just didn't feel right. You're you're right. This whole throwing. Why the, are you burying your tag team champions I for mean, a meaningless win for Charlotte? It's. I wrote on the Twitter machine on that thing that you go, um, that 
Ashley Flair is all elite. And uh, <laughs> people were like, what the F? And like, I got some nasty DMs that I'm staring at right now. Um, a lot of you wish stuff. <laughs> but I mean, but you know, well, the AEW women's. You put you putting you're putting someone issues, but yeah. as strong as as Charlotte in a weird makeshift tag team that it's you're not going to be again. Wow. Um, I don't understand what's happening. Why are you making your champions look bad? Look, we have to talk about Ric Flair because I was super chatted about my least favorite <laughs> thing in the whole wide world. You know, it sounds crazy, but do the Rick does the Ric Flair s make people? may make people may stop people from wanting to join AEW. I can talk when it comes to the women. Uh, yeah. No, do you think so? I think that they'll just kind of try to get something out of the company out of like TK or something you like you are a women's free agent. Why are you signing with AEW right now? Right, right. That 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 is a big question. But I also feel like, like that's a further deterrent. I feel like Maybe someone who's a strong candidate would like to kind of, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I would, I, if I was a female, I would talk to the company owner if they would like me to come sign with them and make us, you know, make my voice be heard on what is dumb. They even if you don't invested sign, a ton of money in Soraya. She gave this mission statement at the beginning that she was there to create change in the division. It hasn't happened. I know. That's true. Whether she was Shit. a figurehead or not. Yeah. Um, they are handicapping themselves until they get... And to be honest, I feel like they've turned a corner on the booking. Sheeta as a champion makes sense. Uh, Willa being a number one contender after two, losing two contendership matches makes no sense. But like having Sheeta and Chris Statlander and Athena at the head of your division with Tony Storm doing great character work outside of the title picture and whatever this sky blue Julia thing is outside of the title picture. Like you actively now have six storylines going. Yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Ruby Soho has something to do with this Angela Parker weirdness, whatever it is. So I feel like a lot of that has gotten better. You are just handicapped until you actually expand how much time women have on your on program. TV. Yeah. Because right now, you want Willow to face Sheeta? I want to see Willow versus Sheeta. She lost two contendership matches, and you can't even have her go get some like inconsequential wins because you don't have the breathing room on your program. It's just lame. So I think Ric Flair would definitely be a deterrent on top of all the other reasons that might be like a breaking point for people. Yeah, I you know, I, I but here's here's the thing. We feel a certain way. And certain voices on Twitter will make noise about feeling a certain way. But the overall fan base turns a blind eye to a lot of this stuff. We know that because if Vince it's McMahon true, tomorrow morning to comes out on WWTV with all the stuff that... I mean, it's proven because he did come out on WWTV after everything. Yeah. And like right he after was everything. like... But we're Hot not talking about more. average or casual fans. We're talking about if I'm a talent. Of course, oh, talent, yeah, yeah, yeah talent like, wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. what's the point? But you're right. Unfortunately, people yeah. that are on the fringe. I mean, it was pretty universally panned on Twitter, which made me happy. Yeah, um, people were pretty. Our circles are strong, run strong, and they run pretty, yeah, consistent, pretty with, consistent with with the way we all think. You know, I think, um, and 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 Tony Khan is part of that circle because he's a fan, so he definitely is reading and seeing. 
So I, I, I can only so. imagine. It I can only nice imagine. If he yeah, and I know Will sent another chat saying the company owner is the AEW. I I I do know that, but that's that's where if your voice is going to be heard and and you're going to talk to someone, if that person is the same person, it, it should go a, a longer way as opposed to having to sure. go steps. You know, they have to prove it though, because there's been enough intentions around crap that they now have to like prove it with the actions. Because you can't. What is it? Uh, yeah. You can't throw. St- stones in a glass home or something like that whatever that's yes that's basically that's what's happening right now yeah with you can't talk shit about vince excuse me s about vince mcmahon on twitter about something that he's done and then you do you do this i mean yeah it's crazy not a good look no not a good look and, it's and remember just... oh sorry go ahead no i was just gonna say it's also frustrating because it seems to be like what is the perception instead of, hey, have you thought about maybe just doing the right fucking thing? Cause it's the right fucking thing to do. I'm sorry for the F bombs, but like, I'm so sick on like, wh- what do we think? Right. What is the perception of this move? I don't care about what the overall perception is or people who don't think it's that bad or don't even know. There's some people who probably don't even fully know the extent of the story. The point is, Tony Khan does. And anytime you put somebody with not even allegations, a guy who bragged about this shit, on television, you are saying it is acceptable behavior. And if that's acceptable, you know what happens? People push the envelope to find out what else they can get away with. And here, and here's the problem, too. Like, you got wrestling, the fandom is so is so niche down. It's not like you're expanding out there, right? If you like wrestling, you like wrestling. If people in celebrities like wrestling, they like wrestling. It's not like it's just going to go out there and branch itself off to absolutely everything. Um, like WWE think thinks they do right there, no there's you're still, a ceiling on it yeah. right there's a huge ceiling like you're still getting the same 1.2 million and three point you know 2.5 million people it's not branching it's not growing for you it's but it's reaching out but it's not like that ceiling is still there so do remember that if you go back a couple years they glorified these stories on the wwe network yeah with that with that with the show an animated short yeah. it was an animated short and so they thought that was okay. They thought it was something to be laughed at. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, and and we're only talking about a couple of years that they've just removed this thing. So it's not, we're not talking about like, oh God, that happened such a long. No, no. Up until just a couple of years ago, they were still glorifying the story because they thought it was a fun thing to talk about I on think television. The, I think the dark side episode reframed it a lot for people. Big. I think a lot of people were like, oh, what a wild plane ride that was. And then you get into the nitty gritty of it and you realize what it really is. Will saying that doesn't help when Tony Khan plays the high and mighty role and then goes out yeah. and gets Ric Flair. Yeah, the perception issue is a big piece of this. I also don't get it from, I get Ric Flair's a legend, whatever. He can't walk, talk, or wrestle anymore. No. Like his promo was drizzling. It was, there was a quote out there where he said he's like the best 76 year old in the game and he's 74 years old. I'm not convinced this guy knows where the hell he is half the time. I don't understand why he's on my page and my TV and Ethan Page and Stu Grayson are not. It gets really, really old. Never mind, God forbid, a second women's segment. But I digress. That's naughty. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that on here. Take that back. I will not. <laughs> Redact that, everyone. Uh, and not on the show, but MJF suggested a buried alive match against Rick he did? That's what it was. For real? Get out of here. 
I think he was probably being cheeky with the buried alive aspect of it. Oh my god, that'd be great. Little little side note here. Uh you know, CM Punk is doing live television today. And his his uh two other co-hosts are having a fun time as one of them is wearing a WWE pin and refer- and the other one's referencing TNA. They so, always, always, always troll him. I think it's so funny, but what a great you're a saying great that time. CM Punk is on live television yeah he is live television this episode was taped but normally wwe is live television sounds like cm punk is definitely coming to wwe yeah. based on that 100 and i walked i was at the store the other day and i walked by the refrigerator and i saw a pepsi i haven't seen pepsi in 16 years oh my god means a pepsi a pepsi that's the wwe marketing machine cm punk mm. is definitely coming. he's so coming <laughs> sorry Guys, get in your super chats about uh, manufactured reasons you think Sam Punk is coming back to WWE. While we talk about this John Cena and Solo Sokoa face-to-face, melodramatic John is not Jesus. for <laughs> me, man. This is not for me. He had some good stuff in here, I will say. But uh, we had Heyman opening up this segment saying that it's not John's or that it's not Roman Reigns' fault that all of this has happened and nobody should blame Roman Reigns. It's John Cena's fault. He came to pick a fight with the bloodline. What did he expect? There's no way they were going to let John Cena get away with this, blah, blah, blah. And then Solo asks Paul Heyman why he would waste his breath talking to the crowd. So Sokoa points out pretty accurately, they're not there to talk to the crowd. They're there to talk to John Cena face to face. Well, darn it. That makes a lot of sense to me, Solo Sokoa. And here comes... John Cena, who is like only three notches below timeless, tiny, timeless Tony Storm, and his this run, it is so dramatic. He's super dramatic. I love him for that. He, he oh, is an it's Oscar. very polarizing. I will say, there's people, and it, she is so into it, ladies and gentlemen. That she knocked her damn headphones off. That's how. It's a cliffhanger. There's people who. <laughs> Love it and people who hate it. Uh, but Cena responds and he has a very hoarse voice. I don't know what happened on the first episode of SmackDown here. But he uh, asks Sola Sokola if he knew he, who he was in the ring with. And he says he's been waiting for him to talk for a year and this is what he brings to the table. I thought it was very funny that he was implying that Sola Sokoa can't talk when he physically couldn't talk. <laughs> like that was very funny. Like you can't talk. Yeah. We've been waiting for you to talk for a year. I'm like you can barely speak right now. Um, but he says he's going to say goodbye, but not to them, but for them. Mm. John Cena calls Solo Sokoa or says that he only has a job because of his cousin. He calls him a bargain basement Taz ripoff, which at first I didn't understand, but I guess Taz mentioned Cena on commentary. So that's a little bit more playful, but I was like, you have the entire bloodline to make those references within a Taz ripoff felt pretty far away when he's out here using the Samoan spike. Uh, he tells Solo to tape his thumb extra tight tomorrow because it's going up his ass, which that part made me laugh. <laughs> and he goes, there's my 90 seconds and throws the microphone down. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's um, very... So dramatic. All these v- Cena-esque promos. Uh, it's nice to see him, but once he starts opening his mouth... All these promos are like a giant sandwich of the same stuff, right? 
ham and cheese, 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 just piling it on, baby. It's still the same. People the gonna cheese eat, part for sure. People are gonna <laughs> eat the sandwich and it's gonna be delicious. But uh, other than that, I I didn't see like. It's nice to see Solo behind the mic, right? Because eventually, yeah. when they break when they break this apart, uh, Solo's gonna have to stand on his own. I um, completely don't understand why they didn't have Solo say. I don't need to talk. I fight and then beat the hell out of John Cena. Like there's a button right there. It's too but... close to um, the brawling brutes, you know, because all they do is fight. It's fight night. Yeah, but like there's a lot of wrestlers that say like shut up and fight, right? Like, nope, just the brawling brutes. <laughs> <Just> the brawling <laughs> brutes. Well, we're going to talk about them momentarily. Guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. We are going to talk about this good old fashioned Donnie Brook match. Man, you do not need to say good old fashioned every time. I you hate say when you Brooke. when they use that. I hate oh good old fashioned Donnie Brook. Uh, it's just it gets me all the time. I laughed like out loud when they were saying it on commentary, and Michael Cole just goes, "Yeah, it's it's a pub match." Yeah, <laughs> just like undercut yeah. everything, which Michael Cole doesn't normally do. So oh. I popped for that because he was on probably like hour five of commentary. I yeah, was like, he good was. for him. Uh, but Pretty Deadly coming out with the win here. I actually thought this match was a whole bunch of fun, but they hit their finisher on Butch going through the table for the pinfall. I thought this was a lot of fun. I love technical wrestling, guys. So Pete Donda is for me. I loved when like Kit would go to do something and he would be like, yeah, no, I'm going to stop you and just break your fingers. I love that kind of stuff. That's that's my wheelhouse of things. Um, the Brawling Brutes are just like eating so many losses, though. I'm wondering if maybe Sheamus is coming back to help them refine their way at some point soon, I hope, because they're too good to be losing this much, Pete Dunn in particular. Uh, he was also splitting time between here and NXT, so I don't know if maybe that's where the focus is supposed to be for him, but... This match was was perfectly fine. The most annoying part about it was I'm just saying good old-fashioned Donnybrook every single time they went to see the phrase. But this, this was a whole bunch of fun. Pretty deadly looking strong. Their theme is underrated on how over-the-top and cheesy it is. Their gear was fantastic tonight. They're so much fun. Very happy that they're back from injury and getting to show out here. But get the Brian Brute some W soon, please. Yeah, you know... I like Pretty Deadly. Um, I've said that before on the show. I think a couple times here and there. Uh, I've enjoyed their their run and their 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 come up from NXT into the into the SmackDown roster. I think it's been they've been utilized very well. Um, the injury thing was you know whatever it was funny <laughs> the way they yeah. just played it off. Um, I think that it kept them fresh and on our televisions, which is very important. Um, hint: more women on TV, please. Um, so. <laughs> The Brawling Brutes losing doesn't bother me. They are the Brawling Brutes. Um, I don't I don't know. Like they're just there to fight and kill people and have a good time, right? So <laughs> do I see them? Do I see My them kind like of wrestlers? Yeah. So they this it's never been a thing about like I'm chasing the belts. It's it's never been that. They're just out there to whoop ass. I mean, they're having these good old Donnybrook matches. So um <laughs> So good old fashioned Donnybrook match. It, that's all it was for me. It was a filler match, unfortunately, but I got to see Pretty Deadly, so I was happy. And they beat the crap out of each other. Pretty Deadly can go in the ring when it comes to physicality. So 
Yeah, they're so fun that sometimes you'll just be like, "Oh, there's Kit with the tornado DDT," and you're like, "And it oh, doesn't yeah, feel really it good. doesn't feel gimmicky. Like it's a gimmick, very gimmicky gimmick, right? Like the whole look and everything about them. But when they're in the ring, I don't see that. They're yeah. so good. They're they two are and they, gorgeous, they... beautiful blonde men fighting in the ring who are just so one. damn good. Oh yeah, one uh, is yeah yeah. But to your point, they walk the line between Noam Dar is doing this extremely well on NXT. Yes. Walking the line between gimmick and character very, very well. Very, very well. Very. We got some more love from you guys as we're kind of coming down the home stretch here. We've got Orion Ben saying, screw Punk Cena bringing back Taz to SmackDown. Jesus, his boss. I love it. <laughs> uh, I love Taz on commentary. I know I he goes, him. I know that guy. Let's just you know. But he said it's so like so like flippantly. Yeah, and if so, like he tried to be low with it, but it came through the through the TV <laughs> so clear. I missed that, so I didn't even know about that, which made that line make less sense, but I appreciate it with that context. It's pretty great. And Taylor Cannon, who's always so great to us, saying, I like Cena, but I really hope Solo wins tomorrow, especially after Cena's promo tonight. I think he's going to. I think that's indicative of I think Solo stands tall if he's not going over tomorrow. I'll put it that way. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I think you do a little surprise victory, and then you do a little, like, wait, little, like, CM Punk goodbye wave leaving the Wembley Stadium. Right? <laughs> so, right? You kind of just, like... As you're walking out, because you just lost this match, you kind of wave back. Mm, mm, <laughs> I'm done, I guess. I don't know. Not Wembley Stadium, but close. Um, yeah. So oh, yeah. Big Al saying, when did Friday night become a telenovela and it became cinema? Dios meal. Where is the evil twin, Kate? You got to go the Hallmark route. Bring Bobby to a big, small town in Pennsylvania. Oh, my God. Yes. It is City. Christmas time. <laughs> bring them into a fans. small town and make them fall in love with you <laughs> and wwe fans not every benoit is about chris damn it yeah there's a, a footballer i believe a soccer player named benoit who uh they missed they it's different benoit than wrestling fans were were saying but uh a player out of chelsea Luis informs me not great uh he's also french it's a pretty common french last name so it is uh, we move on to what was, look, I don't love Logan Paul. That's been made abundantly clear. A weigh-in in wrestling this so is corny. so stupid because nobody is cutting weight and there are not weight classes. And we so know Logan stupid. Paul weighs more than Rey Mysterio. Uh, this was dumb. Nothing really came of it. Rey dumb. Mysterio slapped Logan Paul. I don't know, man. This was a clearly a pre-tape. It did dumb. not do anything for me. I think it was supposed to feel like sports, but it just comes across as really corny because why are you weighing in? You don't have weight classes and you don't have to cut weight to prove that. It was like, so dumb. I don't I didn't like it when Cody had his way in with Anthony at Gogo or whatever that was. Like, don't do this in wrestling if you don't have weight divisions. It makes no sense. <laughs> And so damage to- control attacked Bianca Belair, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that. Uh, it's just I, I really don't have anything. That was a really bad, cringy segment. The acting was bad. The camera work was bad. 
the the whole feel was bad the way like the audience rushed the 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 makeshift stage was bad i just nothing we it, it looked like it was filmed in a closet backstage bad um, yeah the setting of it was also real weird let's move on Sounds like a plan. Will saying that Cena is the only person who can name drop AEW talent and get away with it. One of the few. One of the few for sure. I'm hoping in the Triple H era that lightens up a little bit because I just think it's fun. I think it's and 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 Cole when he mentioned that you know uh, Cody was the EP. Yes. CLP whatever. Yes, I think on a week like today, uh, WWE has no problem mentioning AEW on their their television because they are not a press darling this week at all earlier in the night we get damage control attacking bianca belair who was getting interviewed by the lovely beautiful amazing kathy kelly Uh, she got what five seconds into her interview before getting attacked but before we get into the main event i'm going to give you your rampage rundown because i know a lot of you join us at the top of the hour welcome 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 we've got penta Defeating Vikingo and Commander, which is happening right now. And a uh, humper, according to Luis, uh, Supreme Lucha <laughs> Humping, he called it. <laughs> Followed by Planet Jarrett. Marf, uh, Jarrett said they're the best faction in AEW. Luis's words, not mine. Double barf. And that Lethal wants to win the ROH title. Triple barf. So a triple barf from Luis. Not even wow. me about Jeff That's Jarrett. a triple. Uh, uh, triple puke arf barf uh and ortiz appeared after the interview and promised to take care of them ortiz is getting mixed up in this next week after they talk trash about oh okay if they talk trash about him that's all right i was i thought he was joining team tna and i was gonna barf i was gonna be a quadruple barf uh we got the guns (laughs) defeating christopher daniels and matt seidel i reviewed a Daniels and Seidel match versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Samoa Joe match on my individual YouTube channel. I love that match. It's one of my favorite tag matches of the year. It's tucked away on ROH. It's available on free YouTube. Watch Seidel and Daniels in that match. They are such a good tandem. And it's cool that they're getting reps here together and on ROH again. They are like unexpectedly a very, very, very fun tag team. But the Guns getting the win, as they should here. RJ City... Previewing Danhausen's return. Danhausen appeared to say his return is actually next week. I don't know why they didn't do that with Halloween. That, that funny, makes no sense. Way. Yeah, he um what? He's a character. He is quite the character. Uh there's some dif- dissension between Soraya and Ruby Soho. <gasps> I would have never saw that coming. I know the two outcasts that are left. Uh, Ruby Soho and Parker still flirting and mm-hmm. Maddie Menard interrogating him uh, for not smashing Jericho in the face with the bat. And Menard asks Marvez a quote that is not there, but Luis is typing now. I'll circle back to it. Blue sky or sky navy blue. Sky navy blue. <laughs> <laughs> Defeating Marina Shafir. Very cool. A video package of Darby and Lance Archer for Collision. That seems cool. I really want Lance Archer to be who Lana manages next, or CJ Perry, rather. Hot and flexible CJ Perry. Hot and flexible. Uh, And then announced for Collision, we get Willow versus Emi Sakura, which is great. And we also get Garcia defeating Trent. 
who calls out MJF. Well, that sounds like a whole bunch of fun. Trent also facing Shingo Takagi at Lone Star Shootout at New Japan Strong if you are looking for another Tremperetta humper of a match. But very happy to see Daniel Garcia getting back in the mix here. They need it. He is an incredible wrestler, and he has gotten tucked away on Rampage. But uh, Matt Menard asked Marvez, is this guy some sort of pervert, I guess? <laughs> Which is pretty great. Uh, all right. Let's talk about our main event. Will saying that I know it's a rematch, but I love Bianca and Bailey. I did until this became the 800th time they did this match. Mm-hmm. Bianca Belair has been feuding with them since last July. Mm-hmm. At the same event, they had a last woman standing match last mm-hmm. year. Let's move on. But what I can't deny is that they absolutely tear it down whenever in the room in the ring. Bailey, one of the best, not that Bianca needs the help, my God, but Bailey just makes everybody look so good in the ring. Like she is, she does. She and Becky to me are two of the most selfless performers, men or women, uh, in all of wrestling. And she just gives, gives, gives so much to her opponent while also trying to appear dastardly. I love it. I would love to see these women go on and face other people, though, sooner rather Maybe. than later. Uh, but I can't argue with the fact that the matches are always great. If you have to run something back 85 times, this isn't a bad one to run back every time because they always give you a little bit something different. What did you think of our main event tonight? Yeah. Um, you, you, you summed it up. Um, I, I just, <clears throat> unfortunately for me, like I, I want to see this move along. Um, I want to, like you just mentioned, I would like to see them face other people. So many other women in this roster that can, come up and like they can both equally fight these other women right that are coming up on the roster and then meet up again bailey and shotzi by the way she was tormenting yeah 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 that that just stopped out of nowhere as well so like you have this whole you have all these women here that you can just mix and match and then you could even bring back bianca and and whomever uh fighting again later on but i don't know it just uh, it this uh, this was another match that really didn't do it for me. Uh, the ladies are great; they're yeah. gonna kill it in the ring. It's just the specific segment just didn't do it for me. I do. I'm very happy to see the girls on television. Uh, the women, I love. Bianca's insane. Um, they all are, and I just I wish that we can just see more of a mix. Yes. Agreed. Um, because it's a fresher program for all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have the talent. You have the this, and we've mentioned this about both companies before. You have so much, so many fresh faces that you can start building those people up. Like you know, you can give people like Bianca time away. You can give you know Bailey time away. Like if you start building these stars, and then it makes those stars like a Bianca Bailey, whatever that much more prominent you want them on the show like you want to see them come back yeah. and, and want to well, fight each other to your point with bianca just coming back like i really like it when wrestlers pick up where they left off because it feels logical yes i remember you saying that yes however in this case i hope we get to bianca and eo sooner rather than later because i i think will be a a great one-on-one match and yeah. be a really fresh really fresh trailing program will chiming in again saying I love how Kate hates Double J. I still have PTSD from him not putting anyone over in TNA. I didn't even watch TNA and I'm sick of this guy. I'm just sick of guys. I have to 
I always give credit to Matt at the Shining Wizards podcast, follow at Wizards podcast. Uh, he said that Ric Flair looks like a melted candle. And I just think that's Jeez. the most accurate description I've ever heard of anyone. I don't need this many guys that look kind of like melted candles on television. Um, it, it, he eats up more screen time than anybody else. He said 25 matches this year. There's so much young talent that is waiting to bust through. Every match is the same to me. I don't like overbooking. You guys know I don't like House of Torture in New Japan. You guys know I don't like Judgment Day here. I don't like when the bloodline is overbooked. It's not for me. It's very redundant and boring. So, no, I don't like Jeff Jarrett. I'll never like I, Jeff I've, Jarrett. I've, and I'm committed to the bit. I've said this to you a thousand times. How, how do we get through to these people that are making the decisions of the matches that get put on and the people that get put on television? I, I don't. I don't understand. Um, they're under, I don't, they don't care. I know that. Is that what it is? Seriously, like you're that closed-minded and that, like you, you tout that you're this per people person and that you know you want to give these dream matches and whatever, but you're not listening to your audience when they're saying give us more women and stop putting you know. Well, like, like I think they, they, there's they, a blend they, here though. Like I'm sure there's data to back all this up, right? Like I don't. Yeah, think, that's true too. I don't yeah, think you people did are mention out of this. pocket. Yeah, it's right. like well, when this guy's on, the ratings do this. You're now, right. If you yes. give this guy this much screen time in valuable spots, ratings right. are also going to be stronger. There's a lot of chicken egg stuff with it. Yeah. But my complaint with AEW, and I I hope that they get back to their roots on this, is other than MJF, where are your four pillars right now? What have you been doing with Daniel Garcia? Is Ricky Starks in a tag team the best use of Ricky Starks, truly? Maybe it is. But, like, I feel like, I said this on my solo stream earlier, AEW was so good at creating young stars for so long, and then all of a sudden somebody in my DMs, or in my mentions, called them all elderly wrestling, and I laughed so hard because it's felt that way. And I feel like this year, part of why I fell so back in love with New Japan is they are creating a bunch of new stars over there. A bunch. And it's so refreshing to see. And I love it. And not just your Will Ospreys and Zack Sabre Juniors, but like Kose Fujita is 21 years old and he's ridiculous. Uh, the newly revived Bullet Club is fantastic. Like all these things, you're seeing this young up and coming crop. I don't know what the heck happens in AEW with that momentum, but it feels like it got pushed off a cliff. I, I Except for Christian just... Cage should be on my TV all the time always. Other than that, I'm they good need on the to, old guys. They need to kind of like figure out that balance again that they had before they had such yeah. a great balance um of having you know <clears throat> certain individuals on television certain individuals come in as as um managers that was great like That's, just seeing people Sting come in has been managers. used really oh, well oh god yeah. that is the best way that Textbook. that i can i can say um but there's just a lot that just doesn't make sense you know and and it's crazy because now now both rosters have gotten older both AEW's and WWE's rosters are significantly older on television, um, except for NXT. But NXT is more of a you know here's some young stars that are going to up and coming. And but ROH. And ROH, yeah. Well, that's that's a whole other podcast for all. Ro what? Um, we need to figure something out because I truly love AEW because they they are something else that i can watch and and i i i love what they've been doing they were doing we need to get back i don't know i again i don't i don't know i i'm not a billionaire no, so right. i can't it sit is... across from him and tell him and if he's not listening to his own employees and if you're not listening to the people that are around you then 
why don't they just all quit and you do the damn job and you handle absolutely everything go out there with a camera go out there and produce it you know you're not well, gonna I think there's a lot of stakeholders that probably have to get taken into account so there's a lot of things that i get there but there's also just inherent things of chris jericho is 50 the hardys i don't mean to be disparaging at all but like they can't move the way that they used to. Hell no. like this has not been great from them and this piece of their run uh like they have brought in these older pieces around them and then they also have people who are just getting older in the past four or five years and i was so excited for this next crop up but like i know jungle boy suspended right now or maybe he's under the mask or whatever, but like he's felt lost. Sammy Guevara is kind of maybe just getting on track and he has a concussion, unfortunately. Um, Darby Allen is perpetually over, but like Super. there's a lot of this young crop that has, has gotten lost in the shuffle and it, it bums me out. But what doesn't bum me out is when people send me wonderful little chats like this saying, sup partners, <laughs> meet forever. Thank you for always joining us. Meet Norris, you're Love so me some meat. supportive. Uh, Will also saying WWE, not slick having Asuka off TV and now Kyrie is back. I think they would be a tag team again. I wouldn't mind that at all. And also saying, how is WWE slowly trying to book young stars, aka the Creed Brothers and AEW, mm -hmm. trying to get people by granddad Sage? Yeah. Now, there, there are instances where things work out, right? Like we just talked about Sting having an incredible run, I think. Uh, Christian Cage, is, this is some of my favorite work he's ever done, and he's 50, right? But to your point earlier, there's a balance and a blend, and those younger guys got to be putting over the – the older guys got to put over the younger guys so that you're paying yeah. off the equity that's invested in them. But this is supposed to be a SmackDown review. We've been talking about AEW for like 15 minutes. We appreciate the chats about it, but we should probably get the heck out of here. Later, like peeps. Our our 10 podcast tonight. I'll take it because we've got a lot more coming up this weekend. Grapsity is going to be on Sunday this week. We have Collision tomorrow. We have uh, Crown Jewel as well. Alex Pulaski and I are going to be on Sunday. Probably not a Sands of Blind review as originally intended. I apologize about that. Uh, but we are going to have to re-engineer what we normally do for these pay-per-views because I've got some family time to spend uh, but you'll also have your regular Crown Jewel post show as well. Yeah. Well, Alex Pulaski is joining in here at the at the buzzer, probably to ask for a formal apology uh, of us not doing Sans Blind in in our usual format. Well, I don't, I'm not. No, I'm not asking for a formal apology from you, but from your sister, your <laughs> selfish sister, who's got a birthday. She this got a weekend. Born. She could. She couldn't push her birthday to next weekend. I That's, know. Honestly, you could do your birthday anytime you want. She Literally. does it once a year, and she picks this weekend of all weekends because wrestling scheduling is not hectic any other no. time of the year. Let's no. face it. Yeah. Guess when my daughter's birthday is? Royal Rumble weekend every friggin' year. So we just do it Including, the week before. Because okay, we're going to say, who knows? I don't know. We just we lie to her and say she was born a week earlier than she actually was. She'll never figure it out. It'll be fine. But listen, uh, I just wanted to say what I, my plan is now to uh, literally delete Twitter from my phone for, for yeah. 18 hours. Yeah. That's going to be so healthy. And it'll be great for me, honestly, yeah. and everything else. Um, and um, so we're. And, I'm yeah. sorry. Then we are recommitting to the bit right here, right uh, now. We, we got. We we gotta. We gotta do it. So 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 I'm 
so we're so I'm watching Collision on on Saturday without without having Twitter there to do anything with that. Staying away from all things that might poison me with results from Saudi Arabia, and we're still going to do it because it is the most important show of the year for the Sour Graps brand. It's the biggest so we're event of do the fall. <laughs> we're going to do it. Well, I appreciate your commitment because it's about drive and it's about power, and you have it it's both. Always about we stay hungry, things. we devour. You heard it here first on Sunday at some point mm-hmm. on a time to mm-hmm. be announced tomorrow, probably. <laughs> we are going to do Sands of Blind on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We'll make a yes. major announcement about mm-hmm. the time that we will be mm-hmm. on Fightful Select on Sunday. Please head over there and subscribe. You'll have your traditional post show on Fightful Main Channel tomorrow. Grapsity on Sunday. Collision probably tomorrow still. I don't know. There's so yep. much wrestling, you guys. But uh, <laughs> one LT photo saying, yay! I love yeah. Sands of Blind. It's a it's a fun one for sure. Um, yeah. But hey, you know what, Alex? Because you hopped in at the last minute, why yeah. don't you plug your Twitter that you're not going to be active on That's for great. 18 yes, hours? Yes. <laughs> Everybody can like, send me horrible DMs and stuff for 18 hours. <laughs> yeah. Don't want to fight um, them. At Um uh for uh for for the twitter x and then sunday night probably we'll do we'll do sansa blind plus we'll talk about whatever the hell happens on collision there oh, you that go that sounds Boom. fun let's yeah Boom, let's do that done and done bangerang like dalton castle a bangerang that's right yeah. cardoza yeah i'm here sorry you have wednesdays plug. you have a fun little podcast that alex blowski was on yeah, Tell yeah. People where they can find all your coolness I like to call it a fun little show. My love letter to the love of my life, which is Christmas. Um, <laughs> there he is. I don't, I don't know where mine, mine is put away somewhere. But Alex and I did an episode of uh, Christmas Films Unwrapped. We did. Uh, we did. Uh, the, shoot, I don't even know what episode. We did. Oh, we did a Christmas story. Uh, we had fun with it uh this next episode that's going to come out next week it'll be uh home alone um and i'll uh, announce who this guest is going to be uh who's going to be speaking about home alone with me soon and then um hopefully we'll have kate on jump on there and i have some other fun people coming up dawn is going to jump on there and i have uh alex committed to coming on again and speaking about more movies so um i like i like it i'm 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 there to have fun with it you know i'm not there and i've told everyone it's not your traditional sit down and go over the entire movie from scene A to scene Z. We're just there feeling, having a good time, feeling fun. And Alex and I shared some fun stories on, on the episode where we talk about growing up and so the feeling. You put something on the internet, but you don't complain. Yes. Weird, right? That's never yeah. going to work. Yeah. That's not, that's not exactly my brand. I know, I know. And we talk about the feeling of of the holidays. And I want people to have that feeling when they are listening. I want them to remember what fun it was to be young and, you know, and have that Yuletime carol in your heart. Okay, when I called Alex out on being a sour, sour man. He said, it's called Sour Grabs, not Sour Christmas Movie. So you're in for a treat <laughs> yeah. with a yeah. positive Alex Pulowski. You can catch me yeah. at Miss Kate Fabe 
on Twitter, on TikTok, Kate Instagrams on Instagram. You can also check out my YouTube channel. I hit over 600 subscribers today. I cannot believe how much support you guys have been giving me this early on. We had a New Japan Strong Watch along. We had Bad Dude Tito on rating who the badder dudes were on the New Japan card. I have This Week in Wrestling, which I do every week. Today's recap episode was a little short and a really, really long Ric Flair rant at the end of it. But we talked about all the good stuff, too. New Japan Strong's awesome card last Saturday. Kenny Omega versus MJF. There was also a lot of great stuff that happened this week. So go over there if you want like a quick 45-minute episode rundown that we got in the books today. Got a loaded wrestling weekend. We hope that you have a loaded so much around the corner. Like French fries at a diner at 3 a.m. Exactly. Off the turnpike. The disco fries of wrestling weekends, my friend. But have a safe and wonderful, happy wrestling. What is happening? He's got Buddy the Elf pajamas. That could have gone a couple of ways, and we didn't have a blue read tonight. So it's it's why I'm wearing a robe, my friends, (laughs) to protect myself. Just trying to sign off the show, man. Sorry, I was just trying to get people to my spicy. Go to your only fans over here. My God, (laughs) have a wonderful wrestling weekend. We will see you all weekend. Join us on Fightful Select for Sands of Blind on Sunday. We're out of here. Bye. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.